0: Welcome to this edition of Hockey Unfiltered, the podcast with Ken Campbell. I'm Ken's sidekick, Dylan Waugh. I am the Bob Weir to Ken's Jerry Garcia. We went with the Grateful Dead today, because that's what I was listening to when Ken walked in. Today, we're going to be talking about, well, maybe the Stanley Cup final, but also the Columbus Blue Jackets, because I think that that's the real hero of this story. (laughs) (laughs) Check us out on Twitter, Hockey No Filter, at Ken underscore Campbell27, course, that underscore Dylan Waugh. For a split second, I forgot Jerry Garcia's name. Wow. Isn't that just pitiful? That's weird. Yeah. It's almost like I like the Grateful Dead, but I don't believe in the crazy cult of personality that was built up around that dude.
1: I don't know enough about any of that to even make a comment. Okay.
0: That's good. You didn't follow them around on tour? No. No? No. You didn't you didn't pack up your things from Sudbury, Ontario <laughs> to go and follow the Grateful Dead around California and bum around and drop acid? I might have. I forget. <laughs> you know I do forget years between <laughs> 77 and 82, but yep. uh,
1: yeah, it was only like 15 to 20 then, so
0: prime following Grateful mm. Dead on tour years, mm-hmm. just FYI. Yep. So, yep. you know. Yep. That's literally when you would do that.
1: It is literally when you would do that. We had a long literally, literally
0: conversation. <laughs> Anyways.
1: Irregardless, let's get going.
0: <laughs> so I don't I don't know what that means. Is that regardless or not regardless?
1: I could care less. <laughs> 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 for That's, all intensive purposes, let's all, get going. You're yeah. being
0: intensive. <laughs> all right. Well let's uh let's get going because I've been thinking to myself <laughs> A lot about uh, a lot about the, these things. Okay, <laughs> should we start with um, Dubis? No. L- like, should we start with Babcock? Let's not bury the lead. Let's go with the Stanley Cup final. That's- Stanley Cup final. That's what you wanted. Yep. All right. So Stanley Cup final. Check out kencampbell.substack.com for this podcast directly into your inbox. Ken is rolling his eyes. It's going to get stuck in the back of your head, Mister. <laughs> when's the last time you heard that yeah, yeah it's a good one right yeah An oldie but goldie yeah
1: if you, if you swallow your gum it'll stick to your heart what? that was that was one we used to say when we were kids
0: I I heard yeah. that it stays in your stomach for like 21 years or something like that <laughs> yeah and you know okay so it was great because like it was you know it was like at like 26 you know any anytime that I didn't have a poop for a couple of days I was like <laughs> son of a gun I wonder if that was real <laughs> anyways all right we're moving on good to to the stanley cup final Mm -hmm. what are you thinking about it so far a general thoughts before we before we dive down into a few of our topics how are you enjoying the games
1: Mm, yeah really
0: Really? they're okay yeah i've been thoroughly enjoying the games. have you
1: really eh? Yeah. yeah yeah
0: and look truthfully as we both know the games are not have not been particularly close
1: well i thought game one was closer than five two like that was a more compelling game. And that it was, was a was by definition, game.
0: it was literally closer than five two. It was five two, though. Right. But it was oh, it, part it,
1: I think yeah, six two, yeah, yesterday. It, yeah. No, yeah. The second game was seven two. Seven, oh seven two. Oh my God. Anyways, uh it, it it was a closer game than the than the score indicated, I thought, in game one. In yeah. game in game two, it wasn't.
0: In game two it wasn't. Ken, you should know this. You literally have to carry this podcast. I know.
1: I know. <laughs> um no, I I, I think that Boy, we all had a lot of good things to say about Florida before the before the Stanley Cup final.
0: I was expecting you know, better than this.
1: I, yeah, I and now, you know, it just, to me, it, it's just, it's turning out again the way that
0: it usually does. With the Cinderella stories. Yeah,
1: I, I want a team over Chiefs. Yeah. And when it and 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 the thing about it is, you know, a team that overachieves, you know, sometimes you can win a round, sometimes you can win two rounds, sometimes you can win three rounds. Mm-hmm. But it ends.
0: What about four or five? No. That no, was a joke. You can't,
1: yeah. <laughs> but it ends. Yeah. It ends. And when it ends, it never ends well. What like were- it always ends ugly. You know what I mean? Like it never it, it you know, I mean the the Bobrovsky score he, was going to end. And maybe now it's like ending ugly. He got pulled game De- two. Yeah. You know, and, and to me, it's weird. Like, it's really weird because I, it's going to be interesting to see how good Florida is next year. Because there yeah. are a bunch of things that I don't put a lot of stock in. One of them is teams that go on a big heater after they're eliminated from the from the playoffs. Correct. Like teams that go 13-2 and two down the stretch after they get eliminated. Mm-hmm. I, that to me that that tells me nothing. It means nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing is how a guy performs in the World Championship. You know, you just hate Montembeau. No, I and you hate that I like Montembeau. No, no, I know. <sighs> no, and and he is a good example. I mean, he's not what he's not anything different than what he is. He's a decent goalie, and okay. and, and he won a World Championship. That yeah. doesn't mean he's going to win the Vezina Trophy next year, and it doesn't mean that you know, Mackenzie Weger's going to score hundred points and it, none of it. Like, so, so that, th- that I don't put a lot of stock in. And the other thing I don't put a lot of stock in is when a team, a, t- a team is, is struggles through the regular season, has a Cinderella run and then everybody expects them to be really good the next year. And lots of times they don't, they, they revert back to what they were. See Canadians, Montreal,
0: Dallas didn't though. But Dallas had I a Cinderella if, run and lost fought in five games in the Stanley Cup. Was final. that
1: Cinderella though? I don't know if it was. I don't know if that was so Cinderella. I don't think that one was. That one was not Montreal, twenty twenty one.
0: No, it wasn't. It you wasn't know, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't, yeah.
1: that. It wasn't uh, you know one of these crazy ones like maybe the one we're seeing
0: now. It wasn't not crazy though. It it was it was comparable. It was within. I, I don't. Yeah. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Okay. They
1: were they were a pretty good team. So you're saying is that and- Paul
0: Maurice gets fired next year? He might. Yeah, he might. It Who wouldn't knows? shock me. No, it wouldn't. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Um, when was the last team that went on a Cinderella run and then won the Cup?
1: Well, I guess LA 2012.
0: So, if memory serves, and granted 2012, I was following uh, Dead and Company around on tour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. But if memory serves, um,
1: I mean, it does happen. Ninety-five Devils, you know, the night, the, the the year, the, the f- year of lockout, number one of ten. Yeah, uh, they, you know, that
0: was figuratively ten. Th-
1: that was yeah, yeah, that was a uh, that was that was a bit of a Cinderella run. The, you know, the the the, de- the Kings yeah. in twenty twelve were you know something of a Cinderella run.
0: Ninety three Canadians.
1: Ninety three Can- but the ninety three Canadians were not that bad. They yeah. were, I think they finished seventh or eighth overall in the league.
0: But I, I don't think that, that they were, I think that but defining a Cinderella but, but run is not yeah, necess- but,
1: that, but I remember that run and it, and it wasn't like, wow, like this is out of nowhere.
0: You I know what I mean? Defining a Cinderella run to me is not necessarily where a team finished in the standings, but rather, uh who was the favorite, the consensus favorite in each of the rounds. Right, right. And so I don't like 2012 Kings uh they were not considered an easy out mm-hmm. every round. And that's why I no, kind of weren't. don't yep. put them as a Cinderella run. 95 Devils, yeah, that would be a Cinderella run. Yeah. Uh Canadians were expected to be eliminated. So a couple in of times 93? in 93 well they say.
1: like they played Hartford in the first round and the, and yeah. I think a lot of people thought they'd be eliminated by Hartford yeah or was it the second
0: round they yeah played and so and so uh I mean Florida well I actually picked Florida last series for the last um for the the conference right. final right but other than that I think that the consensus on Florida was not that they were going to win yeah any series that they were in right and well, now people are finally right <laughs> it looks, it looks like it. Like yeah, it really looks yeah. like it.
1: Like I, I, I would say, I think Florida wins tonight.
0: Yeah. In game three. This. Yeah. In game three. Yeah.
1: And then Vegas wins in overtime in game four and then they finish it
0: in game five.
1: That's, that's the way I would see this unfolding.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let's, uh, I, I, I think, I think you're probably bang on the money um but let's uh let's dissect this a little bit. Uh let's uh let's relitigate cuz as we love relitigation here. Right. Let's relitigate the Kachuk hit on Jack Eichel. You texted me shortly after that. It's a hit. very
1: it's very short trial.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not guilty. Boom. See ya. Totally agree. Yeah. Honestly, Uh, And
1: and you know what? Everybody's on Matthew Kachuk right now. Oh, he's so undisciplined. He's so, you know, he's so... He's got two misconducts, and, you know... Yeah. But, I mean, one of the misconducts was because he had to to engage after a clean hit. Yeah. Right? And he got a minor.
0: Yeah.
1: And then 10.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean,
1: that's... Like, how is that his fault? Yeah, yeah. And then the other one, like, he just kind of love-tapped... I can't remember who it was, Petrangelo or whoever stick it was. Yeah, and he got another ten. Like yeah. I know he's not like he's not on his game. They're they're in his they're in his kitchen a little bit, and he's and he's hot, and he's 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 playing on the wrong side. He's playing an emotional game on the wrong side of emotions. Right, like. You know what I mean? Like you want that emotion, but you want it to be channeled in a, in a, in a more positive way. And he's not channeling it in a super positive way. And that's part of the reason why they're losing right now. Um, but, um, you know, I mean, to me that hit was textbook
0: yeah. textbook Yeah.
1: shoulder to shoulder puck was on the stick. It had just gotten off the stick, you know, and, 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 you know, Eichel kind of leans into it too, which is good because then he ends up bearing, taking it in the shoulder, no headshot, no, like, I'm sorry, but that is like that if, and if, and if Jack Eichel had been hurt, it would have been, yeah, sometimes bad things happen when you, when you play a game, a fast game a fast physical game like that. Like this is what yeah. you want to see in the Stanley Cup final. This is the kind of hitting you want to see in the Stanley Cup final.
0: Totally agree. But that's that's my issue is that uh, to have an issue with a hit like that is basically to say that hitting should be out of the game. Mm-hmm. If, if your mm-hmm. problem is with a shoulder-to-shoulder yep. hit, yep. and now look, the thing was, and I, and I watched it on the TV, as I'm sure you did go for it.
1: And I also want to say yes. that you know what? If I'm Matthew Kachuk, I'm a little bit pissed. Yeah. Well, he takes a he takes a slash in front of the net from Aiden Hill in the stomach. That's
0: He hit Aiden Hill though.
1: Yeah, I know, but but the referee's right there and yeah. then they go back then then Vegas goes
0: back and scores. Yeah. Like to me that that is that was egregious. If he'd now Okay, yeah, the Aiden Hill one. Let's talk about that in a second because I, I I do want to talk about that. But um, the Kachuk hit, the thing that happened right after the Kachuk hit, and it worried me and it probably worried every single hockey fan, was that it looked like Jack Eichel grabbed his neck. Right, right. And as we all know, he had uh, a, an artificial uh, disc put in to his neck. And that was a concern. And, mm-hmm. But two things. One, like you said, even if he was hurt, it's a shoulder-on-shoulder shoulder hit. He's been medically cleared to play for a long time now. Yeah, I mean, so that's, what are you gonna that's, a, do? that's
1: a little bit of ancient history with that disc. Like, I mean, he's played for a year and a
0: half. And, yeah, and and the, yeah. and the second thing is, is, like, and I'm not trying to be too comparative here, but I have I've had a relatively difficult injury mm-hmm. in my knee and come back and played, and I will say... That when something happens around that leg, I immediately grab that knee, like oh my goodness, I've yeah, broken yeah, it yeah. again, yeah, and yeah. it's always been fine every single yeah, time, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so there, that is a natural reaction when you feel tender about a certain area in your body, and uh, but you know, your head's going to get knocked around. Your your head's going to be, you know, it's it's hockey. You're going to get hit, yeah, and you have to be prepared for that. And and I, I felt like it was a clean hit. Going to the Aiden Hill thing, Kachuk got hit into Aiden Hill's net, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Aiden Hill, I don't think, realized that. And and then as Kachuk was getting out, Aiden Hill just felt him on his back and turned around and pushed him. Kachuk then laid out a hit on Aiden Hill. As he's skating away, Aiden Hill slashed him in the stomach.
1: Right. So it's still 2-1 in offenses for Aiden Hill. Correct. Right.
0: Correct. Firstly.
1: So who gets the penalty here?
0: Firstly, imagine if that happened with Ron Hextall. Yeah, Kachuk yeah, would have yeah, been yeah, yeah. to quote Walk Hard. It's a particularly bad case of being halved. <laughs> I was like, man, Kachuk is lucky that the goalies don't use the wood sticks anymore, you know, because uh, he would have been completely vivisected.
1: <laughs> vivisected, okay, yeah. but yeah, but so so I I think I think Matthew Kachuk is getting a bit of a bad rap. Here.
0: Bisected, I'm sorry. Bisected. Vivisected is when you uh, is when you look at living tissue while it's and, and you cut somebody open while they're alive. I guess it could be both. Cool story, bro. Um, yeah. So oh, all um, of a sudden you don't care yeah. about a small grammatical error. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry, but I thought that this was hockey and filtered with Ken Campbell. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So I, I think, I think Matthew Kachuk is, 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 um
0: taking him out of the game for 10 minutes on a hit like that. I'm sorry, but yeah,
1: uh, if I'm if I'm Vegas, that's reviewable. Like, is that not? No, not the not the misconduct because it was a misconduct.
0: It I was the what misconducts happened. were also reviewable. No,
1: no, not that not under that circumstance because it was after the hit. It was for what happened after the hit. Oh, they, okay. They just basically wanted to bring the temperature down, you know? Sure, and, and, and bring
0: Kachuk out does bring the temperature down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But also, and yes, Florida was pretty much out of the game at that point. It was for nothing, I believe, yep. when that hit happened. Yep. But. That's not that's not right. No, that's not right. No, no. Yeah, and going back to the Aiden Hill, the one thing that I will say is this: the retaliation always gets called in hockey. Not always, but not always. But if if,
1: if something's going to get called, I it, slash your often, foot. The, yeah,
0: I slash your foot. Yep. You slash my hand. Mm-hmm. You're gone. Yeah, that's that's normally how it works. So I I agree with you. Aiden Hill should have gotten one for that. Yep, I agree. As oh, much but, as I also but, think that he should have hit him harder. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But, but but the main but the thing is, is they yeah. they go back and on the next rush they score.
0: Oh yeah, you know yeah. so yeah, it's uh it's tough, it's tough, and it's uh, tough
1: if you're the Florida Panthers right now because I don't think there are too many people who are expecting that they're going to get back seriously into this series.
0: And I count myself amongst
1: them. Yeah. Um, I think it's over. It's over. The 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 you know the 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 ride is, it's over. And it was it was fun while it lasted.
0: Yeah, you know. Can I tell you what I've enjoyed about this series? What? The drama. I mean, like I've enjoyed Aiden Hill slashing Kachuk and Kachuk yeah. smoking Jack Eichel, right? And uh, the hit on Gudis that unfortunately. Took Goudis out, but was also a clean hit.
1: I don't, yeah, it is by definition the rule book, but I wonder if they're gonna have to, if they're gonna have to do something about
0: reverse hits. I love reverse hits. I don't. Come on. Yeah. Come on. If, if I'm gonna hit you, if I'm gonna hit you, what you're just supposed to sit there and take it? Give me a break. Well, it just, it's,
1: it looks a bit dangerous. It's, it's start, you know, I mean, it's, get used to it. Well, it's clean. Well, it's clean. I mean, it, you used to be able to hit a guy in the head and it was clean. Yeah, but reverse hits I mean, are not to the head.
0: No. Look, if somebody's coming to hit you, you throw out an elbow so that they run into your elbow. Nice, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. If somebody comes to hit you so you throw out an elbow, uh, that's not good. That's no good. But if you throw out your hip and they hit you and they go down. But it's not a hip. It's like almost the
1: shoulders or the back or whatever. That I, I don't know. I just The reverse I don't, hits are off in the butt. I don't like, I don't like, I don't, I'm not crazy about those hits. Yeah? Yeah, because I think they can be dangerous. I think they can be really dangerous. I mean, take, you know, you sit there and you're talking about take it. Well, take it like a man. Take it out of the front, you know? Don't turtle and go back and, you know, stick your ass out. But take the, the hit.
0: But that's what I'm saying is that you should, like, if, if somebody is, take hockey out of the equation for a second. If somebody is hitting you, don't you deserve the right to be hitting them at the same time? I guess so. I, I don't, yeah, but. I don't, don't know. It's like, don't, it's like playing chess and you say like only one one side gets to move their pieces. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't no, know. No, I
1: don't. No, no. I mean, you put it in the context of the rules. And if they decide that that's too dangerous a hit, then you just start penalizing it.
0: A lot of people do think that it's interference because you're hitting a guy without the puck. Yeah. And so that in the context of the rules, it's already illegal. Mm-hmm. I don't count myself amongst them. Okay. Uh, by the way, before we go any further in this, con- in this conversation, I do want to say today's episode is the nicest episode. And if you go and look at the episode number, you'll know why. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, okay. So as we spoke about him a little bit earlier, uh, actually we spoke about both of them, uh, Aiden Hill and Sergei Bobrovsky. What do you think about the goalie matchup so far in this series?
1: Well, as we, th- as we thought, it wasn't going to be close. Because we said it, it's not going to be close, and the it's not. Matchup? And it's not. Aiden Hill's killing him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I expected better from Bobrovsky. I'll, I will admit that. Yeah, uh, for he, sure. He hasn't been bad. He hasn't been bad. He's Not been good. No, he's not been good. He's like minus three goals that i expected right now.
1: <sighs> okay, well, don't expect him to stop any more than. Yeah, that's he that's, was. He was not. He was particularly not good in in game two yeah his same percentage in game two was like that being
0: said the goal that he got pulled seven off something of was like eight. Oh yeah yeah, yeah seven was, something. Yeah. yeah it was really it's bad. like 862 in the series or something yeah yeah um the goal that he got pulled after that to me had to be a mercy pull more than anything because like tic-tac-toe doesn't even begin to describe what yeah. vegas did yeah it was tic-tac-tac but he was he was stopping those
1: he was stopping those though like they've gotten to him. They've, they've completely gotten to him. Oh yeah. They've gone high. They've gone glove high. They've yeah. gone. You know. I mean, they've gotten to him in every which way. Yeah. And and now, you have to wonder if that was the best. You know, we for for three rounds. It it's all. It almost epitomizes the Florida Panthers, right? Yeah. Like for three rounds, nobody could beat him. Yeah. And for three rounds, nobody could beat the Florida Panthers. Yeah. And now. They look, they, both of them look very, very beatable.
0: Well, it's as, it's as simple as this. They won three rounds on goaltending. Yep. You know? And we hoped that the storybook would continue, Mm -hmm. but uh, it hasn't. No, it's the storybook's been slammed shut. I don't think that, I don't think that Vegas has done anything particularly uh, earth shattering to beat him. Like if you look at the March goal, for example, where he had one screen in front of him, and uh, yeah,
1: there have been a lot of like goals that have gone right. off of guys, and
0: yeah, yeah, they haven't done anything like you know earth shattering, you mm-hmm. know, like if if you're if you're for example like Rod Brindamore watching this series right now, you're you're asking yourself like, well, why didn't we beat him then? Well, and <laughs> you know? so, yeah, but
1: Toronto is probably saying the same thing. Toronto and Boston are probably saying the same thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: Brad Marchand's probably going, why, how did he stop me on that breakaway?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, two more things on this series before we get off of it. Um, one, I think with the Vegas golden Knights, are we seeing the return of essentially the mid priced mid tiered player? Uh, I think we might be, I think, I think,
1: I I just don't know that you can replicate what they've done, right? You know, I mean, speaking of which, Aiden Hill is 27 years old. Yeah, and he's a UFA.
0: Right. Good for him.
1: What's he going to get?
0: And worth, who's who's going to give it to him?
1: Who's going to give it to him?
0: Uh. I mean, yeah. the guys.
1: The guy's been a career backup. Yeah. I mean, is he now a number one goalie? I I don't know. I just feel like everybody's guessing about goaltending and he's on a hot streak and you know what, Alex Lyon was on one for a while. Yeah. And just ride it until it stops and I don't know. What do you do? If what I was do Vegas's you do with GM, Aiden Hill. What do you do with Aiden Hill?
0: If I was Vegas' GM, I would say to Aiden Hill, I'm gonna offer you four million a year. Times what, three? Four three or four. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Let's say four by four. Yeah. It's less than you're going to get on the open market. Right. But you want to know something? You're only good behind this defense. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, and yeah. it's it's not to take away anything from Aiden Hill. I mean, he had that fabulous stick save in game one, right? And he had a couple absolute buttes in game two.
1: Well, it's funny because, it's not to take anything because, away from because he's he's ing the team that has Bobrovski. I don't know. I don't know I, that, like, I think. I think. I think they they're starting to wonder how they can beat this guy. What yeah. they have to do to beat this guy. You think you know? so? Yeah.
0: I feel like a lot of Florida's chances are just kind of one and dones right now. They are. They and, are definitely. And I feel like definitely. you know what I mean. Whereas, yep. uh, yeah, I I just feel like a lot of their chances are one and done. And and the truth is is that you're just not beating a goalie that way. You're just not. Yeah. And uh, and and going back to those two saves that I just was speaking about. Um, you know, it's, those are the few times that it's not been one and done. Right. 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 And yeah, to your point about he's Bobrovskiing them, like, you know, Bobrovski got beat on a clean shot and Aiden Hill hasn't. Right. I, I can't think yeah. of one goal that's just gone in clean on Aiden Hill.
1: I don't think so. They've all been, like, one of them went off of this, the Kachuk one was, I don't know if that was a clean one, but one of them went off a defenseman's leg. Yeah. Like he stopped it, and then it bounced off the defenseman's leg and in. So yeah, Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, no, I mean, but but like, what do you do with him? So, anyways, we're talking about the mid level.
0: Yeah, the mid level pay guys.
1: Right. So you're talking about, um, you're talking about the Chandler Stevenson's. You're talking about the Zach White
0: clouds. Correct. Yeah. You're talking
1: about guys like that, right? Yeah. And because they don't have a ton of guys on like. League minimums. What do they got? Amadio and... Um,
0: They're not even on league minimums. Yeah, yeah. Amadio's right, Very like, close. Very and close. And Brett Howden's like 863. Yeah, so, so it's like close. That. It's like,
1: close close to league minimum.
0: You got two guys under a million... Yeah. ...on the whole roster.
1: Right, right.
0: And right and now... You've got, and you've
1: got... You've got...
0: How much... How much are you
1: devoting to Eichel, Petrangelo, and... Uh, and um,
0: Petrangelo's not even that much when you think about it. 8.8? 8.8. And tr- Eichel's what? 10? Eichels ten stones nine point five.
1: Okay, so you've got ten nine point five eight point eight. You're almost thirty million for your top three. Yeah, which is which is pretty standard now. Like everybody talks about that's how very
0: far on the low side of average.
1: Yeah, but but everybody talks. not, see, but like everybody talks about how oh you can't have too much wrapped up in too few players. Yeah, yeah, you can, and most teams do. Yeah, most teams do. Yeah, and I mean you hit on guys right. You hit on guys. Mm. You know, you, you, you sign Zach Whitecloud for 2.75 on a long, long-term deal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know if Zach Whitecloud's ever going to outperform that deal. Right. But it doesn't, it's not about that. It's about hitting your stride at the perfectly right time when somebody's willing to pay you. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to happen with Zach, Zach Whitecloud. I mean, Jonathan Marshall has, what, 12 goals? Yeah. Jonathan Marshall might win the Con Smythe trophy.
0: He'd be my he's, pick.
1: He's also an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. Unrestricted. Yeah. At the age of 30?
0: Yeah, he's 32. 32. Yeah.
1: Is he going to play for 5 million next year? That's what he's playing for now. <sighs> I mean, that de- that that de- that contract was a deal. Mm-hmm. You know when when they got or it was it, it was you know I mean so so
0: I don't know that like that contract was a deal when they first signed him to mm-hmm. it because he already had a thirty goal season in Florida yeah and you know obviously the story there is florida yeah yeah
1: exactly yeah him, <laughs> let's, uh, him let's and let's let's forget smith.
0: riley smith and Marcheso. yeah yeah him and
1: riley smith yeah
0: yeah oh yeah. who were they trying to protect i forget who it was and they gave up riley smith and marchisol was crazy but anyways yep. we don't we don't need to dwell on that cuz everybody's dwelling on that right right um nothing further really to say about that but yeah i i would agree with you he's i, I but i tweeted out the other day like i love watching Marcheso score because he's just such a perennial underdog right He's just such a perennial underdog. Uh and and it's just it's great watching him do this. Yeah. And and uh, you know. But I don't I don't know that a team like Vegas, especially if they get their cup, uh, I don't know that they're gonna pay him. I doubt that they will. They might not be able to. Vegas is cutthroat. Vegas yeah. is really cutthroat with uh Well,
1: and and maybe that's maybe there's something to be gleaned from that.
0: You well, know, I, I think mean, that's okay, what so needs they've to be got, they've more they've than got, anything. They've
1: got Nicholas Watt for Four more years at three million dollars.
0: That's fabulous. Well,
1: it's fabulous. It's good. It's yeah. it's high for a third liner. It's a bit high. But that's for, what or, I'm sorry saying. for a fourth liner. But that's what I'm saying. But that they're but, paying. But they're that. But he's one of the best fourth liners that's out there. So, like to me, that that fourth line of uh, Nicholas Waugh, uh, Paul, or sorry, uh, William Carrier and Keegan Colas, and Keegan Colasar. I mean, they're every bit. As good as what's been regarded as the best fourth line in the NHL for the last five years,
0: yeah, which, which is, is
1: which is Casey Zizikas, Matt Martin, and Cal Clutterbuck in in Long Island. And it's funny because collectively they're paid about the same. It's yeah. it's in like five point eight to six million dollar range total for that, right? So you're spending what an average of two per guy, yeah, which is. Pretty standard, I guess. You know, I mean, Waz making three, yeah, as a fourth liner, that's a bit high, yeah. But you know what? If you identify that this guy is going to be able to play that role and can sometimes maybe move up and down the lineup if he has to, yeah, I don't have a problem with him making three times four. He doesn't have a problem with him making three times four. You yeah. know, so, um, so to me, I mean, it's it's about it's all about asset allocation, right? And the, the the Vegas is has hit on some really some really good guys, you know. I yeah. mean, like I said, with their fourth line, you know. So now William Carrier is a, a UFA. So what? Like, does a team like Vegas, which has been traditionally a pretty unemotional organization when it comes to the worth of their players, just say, you know what well, we got Paul Cotter at seven seventy five. We've got, you know,
0: Car- b- Carrier is a UFA after this coming season.
1: Oh, I thought it was he. He's a UFA coming this year.
0: No, twenty four. No, 25. yeah, he's got one more yeah. year to go. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, okay. But okay. yeah, I mean, this is but this is kind of what I'm what I'm driving at here, which is that right now there seems to be this thought of. You've got to spend as little as possible on your fourth line and find the quote unquote hidden gems. Well, you do. Well, you do. Sure. Okay. If I word it like that, then yes, it sounds very stupid. Because that's
1: exactly what they've done.
0: But what I'm saying is that they've not been afraid to pay Wah. They've not been afraid to pay Carrier. They've not been afraid. They've not been afraid to pay those guys what is a reasonable amount as opposed to trying to find the league man, as opposed to trying to find the you know, God forbid I go back to the Leafs or some, something and say like, as opposed to trying to find the Jason Spezza.
1: Right.
0: Right. Right. And, and say, here's 900000 right? Yep. And, you know, and, and it's similar to the whole to the whole goalie thing, right? It's not everybody's worth that. Obviously, you need to identify who is. But, you know, it's like saying you can't win with a 9 or $10 million goalie. Well, the second season that Tampa won was with a $9.5 million goalie.
1: Right. Because right. they yeah.
0: circled, we... Can and we will win with specifically Vasilevsky Mm -hmm. as our nine and a half million dollar goalie. And so I think that it should make teams less afraid to sign those mid level mid level contracts and stop trying to, you know, scrape the the dregs of the whiskey jar as much.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I I, Because because then what happens, you know, I mean, so William Carrier, you know, he could have been making a million instead of one point four. So he wins a cup this year. Yeah. You know, they do well next year. And then he goes, well, you know what? You guys were really good to me. And, you know, I, so I'll, I'll come back at that. Yeah. You know, and then you've got a guy that's back in, in at a very reasonable amount of money.
0: I mean, it needs to be said it's a tax free state. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and obviously, and this should go without saying entirely without saying, but you take that 1.4 million, throw it in roulette and you could like quadruple it. You know, just right then <laughs> and there. So, you know. Yeah, that's what you'd do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Up next, our sponsorship by DraftKings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's code THPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook.
0: So let's move on from the from the salary cap conversation. Unless so, you've got anything more to say on it.
1: No, no. Who's so so? Marcia so is your is your is your most value is your con Smythe winner?
0: Yeah, I've never been good at keeping secrets, so yes.
1: Even though, well, you said it earlier.
0: I know yeah. that's why I said I'm not good at keeping. Even, even though he even
1: though he had zero goals in the first round and only two points.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Conn Smythe. The Conn Smythe is such a recency bias, yeah, award, yeah, right. Because like, the truth is, is that if you were to really go most valuable player in the playoffs, truthfully, it doesn't matter what Bobrovsky does. He's the Conn Smythe winner. Doesn't matter what he does in this series, but yeah, it does. It does. Like, why? You can't, well, you can't get pulled. I mean, he took a garbage team and brought him. Okay, so then why wouldn't why wasn't Carey Price the Conn Smythe winner that year? When Montreal went to the Stanley Cup final, he wasn't very good in the final. Doesn't matter. It does. He got a tear. What, what I'm saying to is me, that to me, no, no recency bias. Well, see, I voted
1: on the Con Smythe before. I've I've been a voter on the Con Smythe, and to me, no wonder they keep getting it wrong. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I the way I've always weighted it when I voted was yeah, fifty percent of my vote goes to the final, mm. and the other fifty percent goes to the previous three rounds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you were really good through three rounds, you're at the fifty percent. But if you weren't weren't very good in the final, yeah, then you're only at sixty or seventy five.
0: Well, you know, right? you know what they say about goaltending, it's eighty percent mental, and the other eighty percent is physical. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: But but to me, I mean, I was unsure of who I would vote for. I I I won't be. I'm not there, so I won't be voting this year. Um. I was very uncertain about who I would be voting for, um, yeah. if I were voting. And then you know what? You know what kind of what kind of solidified it for me. Tell me, was the hit on Eichel?
0: You'd be voting and, for Kachuk?
1: No, 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 no. Just the no. I'm. Vo- I would oh, be you're voting, voting for Eichel. Eichel. Because of like after that, there was so much consternation, yeah. and everybody was like, "This is going to change the whole complexion of the series." And this is, you know, and it, and it was such a focal point.
0: And he came out like and, it's another day at the yeah, office, and,
1: and and he has been, he's been driving the bus here, right? Yeah. I mean, Marcius is getting the goals, but Eichel's doing a lot of the work.
0: I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I mean, it, yeah, but I just think that, I, I just think that. Michael has been very, very good in all areas of the ice through the entire playoffs.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, you know, I like what Aiden Hill's doing. Mm-hmm. But again, to your point. I'm not trying to denigrate I don't know, Aiden I don't Hill, not know if, I don't know if he can play, you know, like, I, like he plays that way because he's pretty well protected.
0: Yeah, I'm not trying to speak ill of Aiden Hill. Yeah. Um, the alliteration was by accident. Uh, yeah. but like, it, sorry, going back to the Aiden Hill thing, like uh, Sorokin's gonna get paid, and I don't know that Sorokin should get paid because w- he's only been good behind the New York Islanders, right? You know, but now, if
1: they if they pay him, <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> yeah. if they're the ones paying him, for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now Connor Halabak has been good behind good defenses mm-hmm. and bad defenses, mm-hmm. and deserves every dollar that he's probably going to get. Yep. Uh, so, Aiden Hill. I'm. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. I'm. I'm really not. And and I feel kind of bad. You know, I feel like somebody's going to come and take my goalie union card because I. I sort of sound like I was. But, um, uh, you know, scab. No. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, but. But to to your point. I think that he is being very good.
1: Yeah, I just, I just look at not Con Smythe good. Yeah, he's been very, very good. He's been close to Con Smythe good, but I just look at like it just seems like anybody they throw in there, like they went through a hundred goalies this year. Yeah, and it just seems like anybody they throw in there does really well and looks yeah. really good. So you have to think that that's there's an awful lot of the way they protect their goaltenders. You know. Yes. Yeah. And, absolutely. And, and going into this series, Sergey Bobrovsky was going to have to be spectacular. Yeah. Aiden Hill didn't have to be spectacular. He no. Just, he just had to be good. And he's been better than that.
0: Yeah. Aiden. Aiden Hill. I, I don't want to utter his name in the same breath as I as I was quite uh critical of, like Darcy Kemper, for example. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's why I wanted to clarify that. I this is not this is not an
1: yeah you're right this is not an anti rant. Uh, Darcy Kemper, you know, one of those Anti-Niemi. situations. anti <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and, and, yeah, this is not an anti Nemi Darcy Kemper, yeah. you know, sort of situation. He, he has been very, very good for them.
0: I'd say that he's been probably the fourth best player on their team. If you go... Eichel, Margisot, or Margisot-Eichel. And Eichel would be my second pick, by the way. well,
1: He might be fifth, and then Stone, and then Petrangelo.
0: Stone, Petrangelo. Yeah, okay. He's he's in the top five. Yeah. He's in the top five. So he's pulling his weight. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Shall we get off the uh, Stanley Cup final conversation, or do you you have anything more you want to say on this? I just wonder if someone's going to just throw a bunch of money at him next year. Oh, I... And that
1: would be a mistake.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I think, although the, my one thought is have GMs learned and Darcy Kemper being a great example of that, mm-hmm. GMs learn not to just throw a bunch of money at somebody, yeah. you know, for yeah. something like this. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and, I, and I've had this conversation so many times about goaltending where, uh, you know, I remember when Montreal picked up Miami and I was writing an article or something like that. And somebody like went after me being like, Miami's better because he's won a cup. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, no. No, he's not. I, I don't I don't even really know how to respond to that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. How about we just say no. Yeah. Uh shall we to the Columbus Blue Jackets? Sure. All right. Columbus Blue Jackets have made some interesting moves. Very interesting. Bringing in Ivan Provorov. Yeah. And hiring Mike Babcock.
1: Yeah. And they're going to trade for Tony D'Angelo and yeah, I was just and about to gonna, say. And, so, and,
0: and, anybody yeah. who's worried about cancel culture running rampant, one of the, one should one of just the stalls will move probably, to Columbus. One of the
1: stalls will probably end up there next year. Oh, Eric um, for yeah. sure. Yeah,
0: Eric for sure. <laughs> anybody who's worried about cancel culture running running amok is just needs to look no further than Columbus. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, that's so funny. I was thinking about even texting that to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so what do you think about it? Tell me what you think first. Well,
1: I think a lot of things about it. I think the one thing it says is that in hockey, and probably in most sports, it still doesn't matter.
0: It no, still doesn't no, matter. that's not it true. Matters. In other sports, it, it does matter. That's okay, why Kobe Bryant never played again.
1: Oh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> it just, it doesn't matter if the guy can play Yeah, he's going to find a place to play unless it's something
0: arguably if he can't. No, but
1: unless (laughs) but I mean, but it's not always that way. I mean, Slava Voinov's not playing in the NHL. Yeah, but he'll go
0: to jail if he steps foot in North America again. (laughs) He he
1: would be a guy that, you know, that 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 you draw the line at. But okay, so there was talk about bringing him back. So, yeah, there was talk about a year ago. But but. He'd still have to. He'd still have to be Go to jail? reinstated by the NHL, yeah. and he'd. he You know, as would Stan Bowman, as would as would Joel Quinville.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. All well, you have to do is beat your wife to, within an inch of her life, and <laughs> yeah. and that you know. To
1: me, to me, the the Babcock thing is. I don't. I don't really get it. Oh, I get it. I don't get it, but if you're against Mike Babcock being hired again. Yeah. Then like I I have no idea. I have no idea if Mike Babcock is a different person now than he was 3 years ago. Yeah. I have no idea if he's grown. I have no idea if he's become more self-aware. I do know that the whole time that he was being paid by Toronto, it was like, yeah, I'm never coaching again. And now that he's not being paid by Toronto, it's like, yeah, I think I'll coach again. Yeah. You know, that that is a bit
0: that seems to be like he was just trying to stick it to Toronto.
1: No, that just seems to be like if they want to pay me this much money to do nothing, yeah, I'll keep doing it. Yeah, um, but
0: he coached I, I briefly mean, in U Sports. Yes, he did. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I, I think
0: it, which is the NCAA, but worse.
1: But he didn't. He didn't. Um, he didn't get paid. But I, I, think that if you're, if you are on going under the assumption that Mike Babcock should never play again. Or should never coach again? Yeah. Then you are basically saying that people are irredeemable. They can't be redeemed. They can't be rehabilitated. Yeah. Uh, like, like I said, I don't know. I don't know if Mike Babcock's any different now than he was when he got fired by the Leafs. But what yeah. he did as a coach, it was it wasn't great. It wasn't great.
0: You're hitting on exactly what I wanted to talk but about. But it wasn't so like.
1: But like like talk to Brian Kilray about what Eddie Shorted to players. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean I mean Mike Babcock is not a guy like he's not Okay, like Daryl Sutter, right? Yeah. You've got Daryl Sutter. Yeah. Daryl Sutter is not a Scotty Bowman. I remember Steve Shutt had the famous saying, you know, for 364 days of the year, we hated Scotty Bowman, and on the 365th day, we picked up our Stanley Cup rings.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: Daryl Sutter is not that. Daryl Sutter, by all accounts, makes you hate coming to the rink. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, you've worked all your life, you're in the best league in the world, you're making all this money, you're living out this childhood dream, and you hate coming to the rink because of the guy that's there. Yeah. I don't think Mike Babcock was that he played some head games and he was, he was borderline abusive. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that that, especially if he's had time to reflect and learn Mm -hmm. and grow. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't think that a guy like that should be sentenced to, Never coaching again.
0: So I'm going to take what you're saying. I'm going to take it one step further. Okay. Mike. What Mike Babcock allegedly did to Mitch Marner was a.
1: Well, it was Johan Franson that was. It was worse what he did to Johan Franson and a few other guys like Mike Medano, you know, scratches him so that he right. can't hit a thousand games. Yeah. You know, but like in the grand scheme
0: of things, right. it's just, it's being a prick. And you know? That's exactly the term I was going to use for it. At the end of the day, what he did was being a dick boss.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And so in terms of like, like let's get a little bit of perspective here. What Joel Quenville did and what Bowman did was hundred times worse allowed a hundred times. It suggests that there could be a number Mm -hmm. was allowed a child predator to continue child predatoring.
1: Well, he didn't, well, and he, he didn't, they didn't do anything about it at the time. And then they, they didn't, they, they only- they wrote a letter they, of recommendation. They gave, they gave him a letter of recommendation. Right. Yeah. And they let it, they let it carry on and fester through the organization. Uh, that, yeah. that is, that's, that's something where it's like you could make the case. So I- You could maybe make the case. I you hope, know?
0: I hope that Quenville and Bowman- I hope that they do change and I hope that they do realize that what they did was wrong. And I think I, I have to believe that they will eventually see the error of those ways. Yeah. If they haven't already. Mm-hmm. But I never want to see them in the league again. Yeah. Never. Okay. There's no circumstance. What Babcock did was being a prick. Yeah. And have you had a boss that's a prick? Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I've been self-employed <laughs> But my point but my point is Is that It's not the same It's just not the same I don't care if a team hires Babcock Just like I don't care if a team hires Daryl Sutter Because by all accounts What they've done Is not Perpetuating a cycle of abuse Right,
1: right. It's being a jerk Well I mean Some people have classified what Babcock did as abusive though
0: yeah, okay, fair, sure, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but again, it's that level of, anyways, whatever, we don't need to get into the equivalency of it all. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I think that there should be no reason, other than not wanting to have a coach like that in your system, there should be no reason yeah. to not hire him, but what I see and what I think that they're going for is that, what do they want? Where did they have success? Who did they have success with? John Tortorella. Bingo. Yeah. They yeah. want John Tortorella back. 2.0. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I see it. That's why I see Mike Babcock.
1: I am not sure that they're gonna get that. Mm, they might. I don't think they will. No? No. Why? Oh, do like you think I like, so? like like the thing with Mike Babcock is is is, you know, how good of a coach is he? I've always
0: felt that he was overrated. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I've always felt I mean, that's, that he,
1: that's, that's he the had the thing moniker best is,
0: coach in the league for years and years while and then I hate to go back to Joel Quinville where he he moved into second place for all-time wins as a coach and Babcock was still carrying the moniker of best coach in the league yeah yeah come on
1: yeah well and the highest paid <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly yep yeah well you know uh going going up with other very very excellent highest paid coaches in the league like Don Cherry yeah I'm sure <laughs> yeah. he was pay- overpaid whatever he got he, he was the highest paid coach in the league at one point yeah 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 so mind you back then it was like you know four nickels and a and a <laughs> shave and a haircut you know what I mean but um no
1: he was probably making a couple of hundred grand yeah it was just,
0: anyways. whatever we don't need to get into that yeah. either but my my point is is that I, I think that uh, I think that they're looking for a a prick to have a stiff defensive system and get back to their way of playing and uh and I think yeah, that's I'm, why they hired him. I'm not sure that Mike Bobcock does that but supposedly.
1: Yeah, well, that's I, watched him, about I watched him. I watched the Toronto Maple Leafs have a lot of structural <laughs> problems and yeah. a lot of fundamental flaws yeah, yeah. with him behind the bench. So I don't know if they're going to get that but yeah.
0: but they could have just gone with Claude Julien, <laughs> yeah. and at least had a nice guy to talk to. Right? You know what my joke about Cla- first of all, I love Claude Julien. I, yeah. I'm not trying to say anything bad about him, but but having watched many many press conferences with him, mm-hmm. my joke about him is uh, he doesn't have a first language; he just has two second languages. <laughs>
1: yeah, because
0: he sounds as inept in French as he does in <laughs> English, and I'm not even very good, at, very strong in French. But uh, boy, he's.
1: <laughs> I always got I always got along great with Joel with um, Claude.
0: Right. Got, yeah. Yeah. But, anyways, yeah. my point is, is that it just seems like if that's what you're going for, there's also mm-hmm. there there are other people that exist in the league that oh, of course, bring you are. that. Of course, there.
1: Are. I think I think the whole narrative around you know coaches just keep getting recycled. Yeah. I I think that's I think that's lazy. I think, think that's so? a bit of a lazy narrative. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of guys on their first jobs. Yeah. There's like I I bet you. I'm going to venture to say that, without diving into the numbers, I'm I'm going to venture to say that close to half of the league, the the teams have a guy that's on the on his on his first job.
0: Yeah, they're usually with the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, Anaheim just tri- hired Greg Cronin. Oh yeah, that's very Washington true, yeah. just hired Spencer Carberry. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean and we forget changing, John though. John Cooper's on his first job. His first yeah, NHL. That's but he is. He's yeah, on yeah, he his first NHL job. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. so a lot of these guys, Luke Richardson's on his first job. You know, Derek Lalonde's on his first job. Yeah. Jay uh, White, uh, uh, Woodcroft. Jay Woodcroft's on yeah. his first job. Like, a lot of these, like, I, I don't think it's as, 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 as much as... Andrew Burnett is
0: no, he's not on his, on his first job Well, he was interim. Was he not interim in Florida? Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I guess. So he's technically
0: yeah. on his first job.
1: I guess. Um. You know, so there's a lot of yeah. guys that are I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> no. there's there's a fair number of guys that are on their first jobs, you know, you know what in it the is? NHL. And and I think that 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 narrative of, "Oh, yeah, it's just the same 10 guys and they just they just rotate and they just, you know, it's it's all recycled guys and everything." I think that's a, that's a that's a bogus a bit of a bogus narrative. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't even know
0: what my point was anymore, but your, your point oh, but, is that yeah. you can hire guys that are not Mike Babcock again. Exactly. That's what your point yeah, yeah, is. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, so two things. One, it's like, partially media. Yeah. Media is partially to blame for this because whenever a job becomes available, they always spit out the same tired names. Yeah. Hello, Pete Chiarelli was spat out about Toronto but for the I, GM. But
1: I don't think that guys that are hiring are looking at what people, the names are No, no, but what I'm saying is that, out there.
0: is that this narrative yeah. is kind of self-circulating because of that.
1: Speaking of guys who are rehabilitated Mm. or not, how could Patrick Waugh not get a job?
0: He had a commercial with Mario Tremblay, of course. Why wouldn't he have a job? (laughs) No,
1: but I mean, that coaching job he did in the Memorial Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Masterful. The thing, like, is- if you look at those two rosters, if you look at the final game between Quebec and, and Seattle, if you look at those two rosters, you go. If you don't know anything, like, if you haven't seen them play, you go. Seattle wins this game easy. Yeah, they got they have 10, 10 NHL picks, four first rounders. Yeah, they got Can- team Canada's goalie. Yeah, from the World Juniors, like, but and and not only did Quebec win. They gave him nothing, nothing. They were so structured, so disciplined, so like just methodical. And you can just tell that was a team that was incredibly well coached. So to me, I mean, he wouldn't be a guy that would be taking his first job because of course we all know he's already coached in the NHL.
0: Yeah. Um, But. So first, firstly, I just wanted to say about the recycling coaches one more time or one more thing. the 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 thing is is that one of the the third largest market in the NHL is the most notorious for recycling coaches. Montreal went Tarian, Julian, Terry, <laughs> Terrion, yeah. Julian, and then finally broke the cycle. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. But my but um and but secondly, to your point about Patrick Wah, uh, you know maybe rehabilitated, maybe whatever. But the issue is, is how he left Colorado. I don't think that there's many GMs that want to take a chance.
1: Well, I, I think it's, I think it's because he booked it in training camp. Yeah. And, and it becomes too, it becomes too much all about him. And, and, and again, that's you sometimes know? a good thing. Well, yeah. That but the but then you go back, but then Babcock. you, but then you say, yeah. you know, okay, you had to go back to junior hockey for a couple of years, mm. you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. Did you learn anything? Did you did you grow as a person? Do you can you deal with the modern player better? You know, can you? You know, what can you do? But to me, it's like as far as being a coach and coaching teams to play better. Yeah. Wow. Like, how can Patrick Wad not be hired by an NHL team?
0: I'm absolutely not disagreeing with you. the,
1: The one in the city that we are in, right? Like, it would be crazy. It'd be nuts. Yeah, like Patrick Wah coaching the Toronto Maple Leafs, like that would just that like that would just be such a weird dynamic. But yeah, like if you're not the Toronto, if you're the Toronto Maple Leafs, why would you not be contemplating that? Because why would you not be
0: thinking of that? He walked. He committed the cardinal sin of hockey, which is doesn't matter how homophobic you are.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter how abusive you are. Doesn't matter how you yeah.
0: left the team. Yeah. And so I, I think that I think that GMs are wary to take a chance on a guy who walked in training camp like that. And I think that uh yeah. I just see that they're they're wary about it. But anyways, let's let's move on. You you talked you spoke about Toronto. Uh Well,
1: what about did you did we want to talk about um True living? No. We did we want to talk about uh, Ivan Provorov?
0: Oh, did we want to talk about Ivan Provorov? Well, you mentioned him. You said, I did mention yeah, Ivan Provorov. Yeah. yeah, yeah you what did. do you think about the trade?
1: Um, I think it's a bit of a nothing trade, to be honest with you. Do you? Yeah. Like it was Ivan Provorov for a bunch of nothing, and I don't think Ivan Provorov's that good anymore.
0: I t- totally agree.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: uh, but that was going to be my hot take, Ken. Thanks. There's
1: a subtext. I I think it was a very. It's going to be one of those trades that just. Is a wash, yeah. Unless the first round picks turn out to be something really good, yeah. Um, but see, here's here's another thing where you wonder, right? Like, like if I'm an LGBTQ fan of the Columbus Blue Jackets, am I still one?
0: Yeah, f- fandom's a hard thing to quantify. Mm-hmm. You know, f- fandom's a hard thing to quantify. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with you. Um, it's a question. I, I agree with you that it's a nothing trade and that was going to be my hot take. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's then, a hot take. And then you out hot take me <laughs> and like, well, because Provorov, as much yep. as he's been quite middling throughout his career. Right. Has, uh, has a big name attached to him. Right. So anyways, that's that. So. What? What's more to say? Well,
1: again, going back to Patrick Watt, like it was, it wasn't like it was a month before camp. It wasn't like in the middle of training camp. It was in August when he left.
0: I thought it was right before training camp, but well, I mean, that is better, that is relatively
1: before yeah. training camp. But yeah. you know, I mean, it wasn't like he left. The, and you know, I mean, they did end up hiring a guy that won him a Stanley Cup, so.
0: Right. But here's the thing, right? Patrick Waugh couldn't play nice with notoriously difficult to deal yeah, with yeah. He, Joe, Joe Sakic, who was yeah. his teammate. Who yeah. was his teammate. And yeah, they won and, two and, cups and together. He,
1: and he was, he was, he was, he was, he had his shorts and a knot about not having enough input into player personnel. Yeah. I which, mean, which actually, which, which actually, he kind of had a point because he was VP of hockey operations. <laughs> No, but nobody yeah. was you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. and, and it was sold to him like at the beginning when he took the job he was basically the guy yeah. cuz they had greg sherman as the as the gm yeah. and greg sherman was like the biggest figurehead you've ever seen right, right? Yeah. then sackett comes on board and then everything changes right yeah. so i don't know i that to me to me the 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 whole him bailing on the avalanche would be a would be about number five on the red flag sort of things like uh, to yeah. me it's still the emotional outbursts it's the you know quasi criminal things that have happened yeah it's the things with you know the thing with this son you know like to me you know that to me would be where how how have you grown in that respect you know yeah. and it looks like he has it looks like he's way more in control of his emotions than he used to be and to me that's what i'd want to know if i'm an nhl team that's looking for a coach
0: i'm not disagreeing with you right i'm not disagreeing right. with you i just i just i don't want to say i know how things work i have a somewhat idea of how uh hockey is in terms of the way that it's perceived and Patrick Wah is a guy that walked off the ice with the Montreal Canadiens and said, "I'm never playing here again." Mm-hmm. Forced a trade. Yep. Walked out right before training camp and said, "That's that." He's a guy that has a history of this, and I'm not saying. And look, you know, a lot of the good ones are prima donnas, right? I'm not suggesting yeah. that they're not, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm not suggesting that the good doesn't outweigh the bad here, but what I'm suggesting is that if you're a GM, I think that, that gives them pause. Because they GMs, like, toe the company line. well, and Be part do, of our team, our yeah, organization. Some GMs barely let their coaches talk to the media.
1: No, they don't. They all do. They, all, they don't let I their said, assistants barely. coach. No, the coaches talk to the media all the time. It's the assistants that never talk to the media. But to me, I just think those are all part and parcel with the emotional sort of part of things that just can't be part of the the equation anymore. It yeah. just can't like yeah. you can't, yeah. y- you know, you just can't, y- you have to be able to play in the sandbox yeah. to be able to coach today's NHL player. Agreed. And, and I think if Patrick Waugh can prove that he has rehabilitated himself yeah. and that he's not the fly off the handle, you know, guy that he maybe was before, mm-hmm. I mean, he's, a, he's a hell of a coach. Yeah. He is one hell of a coach.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm not disagreeing with you.
1: I would have I would have seriously looked at him if I were Columbus. And then James Malatesta, who's a five foot seven prospect for Columbus, who was really good for Quebec, would have been like, Yay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make the team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so
0: Yeah. No, I, I I see where Columbus was going with Babcock. I think they're trying to reclaim their culture. Okay. And, uh, you know, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that works. Uh, so moving on to our final topic, Kyle Dubas hired of president hired as president of hockey operations mm-hmm. in P- for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about this hire? I think it's strange. Firstly, your prediction came true. Which? Dubas got a job before Toronto actually got a GM.
1: Half an hour.
0: <laughs> hey. Technically correct is the best type of correct.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't know why they gave him so much power and so much term.
0: I do. Sort of. I have Uh a guess. An educated guess. An uneducated guess. Yeah. By definition of my Mm -hmm. guesses.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, Pittsburgh, it wants to build a team around Crosby, Malcolm, Latang.
1: What do you mean they want to? That's what all they've been doing for the last 15 years. Okay, okay,
0: okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. What I'm saying is that they have not given up Crosby, Malcolm, Latang as their idea. They're not rebuilding. They want to build a team around Crosby, Malcolm, Latang, Dubas in Toronto, every single year, made that team stronger while navigating the difficulties of their cap situation around yeah. their core yeah. four. Yeah. And I think that that is exactly what Pittsburgh wants to see. Pittsburgh wants to see trades like the Ryan O'Reilly trade. Pittsburgh wants to see signings like David Kemp. Pittsburgh wants to see that in order to build around, because you and I both said it, Crosby, Malkin, Latang were all excellent this year.
1: They were good. They were good. If you want to do that, uh, you're going to have to inject a lot more speed into that lineup. I'm not he, he's going to have to find guys who could skate. That's what he's going to have to find. He's going to have to find some guys with some speed because this is an old, slow, predictable
0: team. Who was the fastest guy in the Sioux Greyhounds? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, yeah, I, no. I, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. But what I'm saying is that he found a lot of value it with smart, small, savvy moves. And Pittsburgh, if they want to retool and continue on this run yeah that's all they have as an option to them after right. we just spoke right. about how Vegas right you know was able to be a little bit splashier this is the only option that Pittsburgh has to them and Dubas has proven that he can build a good team it's still gonna get
1: ugly it's still oh gonna yeah get there's ugly no there. two
0: ways about that I'm not I mean with the, you there yeah yeah and and I really think that Dubas really shackled himself with Sheldon Keefe I really do do you yeah yeah I you know, I judge I judge coaches by basically trying to, uh, and I haven't played NHL on Xbox in years and years. But if you were to take that team and put it on the on your Xbox thing, and uh, how well do you think that that team would perform, just as like you know, and comparative to the coach? And I think that if you were to run the quote unquote simulation simulation mode, uh, I think Toronto's winning at least one or two cups. In the time that Dubas has been there.
1: Oh, really? Eh? Okay. I, yeah. I don't know. I look at it, I look at what's going on right now in the Stanley Cup Final, and I look at it and I say, I don't think the Leafs have a team that could that can play at this pace and and play it at this physical uh, um, play this physical game. I, I agree. S- I, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sold
0: on that one, but. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that in and of itself, but I think that a a coach could turn that team into it. Anyways, whatever. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about Toronto right now. Right. We're not talking about the center of the universe. We're going to go to that little blip of Pittsburgh. (laughs) Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Actually, we had a question. Well, he'll, he'll hang
1: on to his first round picks. They finally got first round picks back in the next three years. So he'll probably hang on to those and he'll probably accrue, accrue a few more draft picks. Um, But yeah, there's there's gonna be pain there. <laughs> yeah. There's just gonna be pain there. Yeah. And you know, I mean Yeah, they got they have no like they have no prospects, right? Like they have
0: nothing. No, but this is but this is what Dubas did in Toronto is he yeah. got players without sacrificing roster players mm-hmm. and and while managing a difficult cap situation, and that's essentially what Pittsburgh needs. Right. And so I don't think that Dubas will be able to build a cup contending team in Pittsburgh. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that, but I'm suggesting that if anybody has a proven track record of putting the best pieces on the board possible, given mm-hmm. dire mm-hmm. circumstances, yep. yep, he does. Yep. Uh, before we get out of here, we got another review on Apple Podcasts, five stars. That's the way to do it, baby. From Balling Penguin. And they actually asked a question in the review. Okay. And I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Does the NHL have a goalie crisis or has the advantage shifted to the shooter over the last few years due to expansion, removing the two-line pass, cutting down on interference, supposedly, and cross-checking, et cetera? I don't know if they
1: have a goalie crisis.
0: Mm. Um, I think, I just think
1: that you're guessing. You're (laughs) guessing on goalies. Yeah. You're guessing. And you try to find the one that can get hot at the right time yeah. for, for a decent period of time. Yeah. I mean, there are, you know, I mean, there are the Shesterkins, there are the, you know, Vasilevskis, there are the guys that
0: Connor Hellebuck.
1: Yeah. there that, that are, that are, you know, clearly the upper crust of the league. Yeah. And then like, you're just guessing with a lot of guys, like, look at, like, like look at Vegas this year. Yeah. they went through six goalies. Yeah. You know, they, they, they finally settled on one. And, yeah. you know, and to me, it just got the, it, it, that started to become a phenomenon. And the guy I keep going back to is Devin Dubnik, mm-hmm. who was picked up off the scrap heap. Yeah. Not he, literally, but very close to literally picked up off the scrap heap. And within two years, he's playing in the All Star game and, and signing a new contract and getting, you know, yeah. getting lots of love, you yeah. know? So to me, it's, it's, um, I mean, I have lots of, I mean, you're the goalie guy, right? Yeah. Um, but to me, everybody's just guessing. Everybody's just, you're just guessing and hoping and praying that your guy's going to have a good year. Like, to me, I mean, Brad True Living would have been a much better general manager in Calgary if Jacob Markstrom would have been a better goalie.
0: But it, he was. He was a peasant finalist.
1: I mean this this past oh, season. Oh, I agree with you. I mean yeah, this yeah. past season. Yeah, yeah. He would have been a much better general manager if Jacob Markstrom didn't forget how to stop the puck for a year.
0: Yeah. I mean You know, I hate and, to and, say and nobody it, but... would be
1: surprised if Jacob Markstrom came back and was really good next year. You know? Yeah. Like it just seems like you know, you look at guys like Tristan Jari and, and those guys, like it's like Good year. Terrible year. Good year. It's like yeah. how do you track that? How do you how do you figure out when the guy's gonna hit? Yeah. You know?
0: Um uh so so two things to that, or th- three things maybe. I don't know. We'll see how the mood strikes me. Uh Jakob Markstrom, I hate to say it, Edmonton broke him in the playoffs, and he has not been the same guy mm-hmm. since. Maybe, yeah. And uh so they're is something that needs to be done there, mm-hmm. and I think that they were hoping that Daryl Sutter would do that thing, would build a cushy environment around him for him to regain what he needs, what he lost. Uh, but that's you know that's what that is. I think that there's more to be said about um, finding the goalie that matches your team style and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that and I think that goalies are a lot more predictable when you don't look at them in a vacuum, when you're not like our team lets in a lot of goals, let's get a better goalie. Nah, that's not really how it works, is it? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. It's like I was, I was just saying about stroke and whatever. But what I what I will say is this: I will say that the standard of goaltending in the NHL right now is such. I think that there is no goalie crisis at all. I think that the standard of goaltending right now in the NHL, being proven by the Vegas Golden Knights right now, is such that virtually every single goalie in the NHL and AHL, given the right circumstance,
1: can can survive can succeed. Can succeed. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think that the standard of goaltending is so good in this league right now. I don't think that there's a bad goalie. Maybe even going down to ECHL. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and when you think about it, there's two goalies on each team. Right. Right. Meaning 32 teams, 64 goalies. Yep. Add in another 32 and you're at 128 goalies. Right. Right. ECHL, I think only has like something like 20 teams. Mm -hmm. Right. So 128 becomes 168 goalies. Right, there's 168 goalies playing in North America of the NHL affiliated leagues, and I'd be I'd be fairly assured that if some goalie gets called up from the ECHL and winds up having to play a game behind the uh, New York Islanders, yeah, they're letting in two goals. And maybe. maybe, yeah. You know, they're not going to do that. Behind- I know. That,
1: I mean, there was a time when. I used to think that fourth liners and American Hockey League players were virtually interchangeable. Yeah, uh, I don't think that anymore because no. it's become, become so specialized. It's but there changed, was a time. Yeah. There was a time when I, when basically, I would be like, "Yeah, the best guy in the in the American Hockey League or the International Hockey League at the time, yeah, could play on anybody's fourth line."
0: Was the International Hockey League the AHL? No. International Hockey League was the international hockey. No, no, League. sorry. I mean, was were they the official affiliate of the NHL for a while? Well, the, it, it wasn't
1: they there were teams that were affiliated with NHL right. teams yeah. in the okay. in
0: the International Hockey League. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because the American League wasn't as big. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. but now, now it's like every AHL team basically is an affiliate of an NHL team. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them have a lot of kind of uh free agents that come in. Yeah. And so sometimes they, they combine affiliations and it moves around, but generally speaking, there's 32 and 32. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, back to the goaltending though, as you said, um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't say there's a goaltending crisis. Um, I would say there's a goaltending crisis like in Canada.
0: Yeah. You know, you know? Yeah. I Um, agree.
1: I see the goalies I see the goals that goalies give up, and you're gonna hate it when I say it, but like to me, I just I don't understand it. I mean, people are talking about these beautiful goals and half the time it's it's bad goaltending. Like a guy should never score from behind the goal line, ever.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I totally agree. And
1: the guy goes into reverse V, goes down, it goes off his head and in the net. Yeah. Like
0: Can I tell you a very funny story about that? Reverse VH, not reverse
1: V, reverse VH. RVH, yeah. RVH, yeah. yeah.
0: Can I tell you a funny story about that as we're getting out of here? Yeah. I was training with a guy and he was doing these, he's basically bringing the puck down the wing, you know, below the goal line and then up for a shot. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I hold my feet and stay square to the puck until the puck is below the circle. Okay. That's how I teach positioning. That's how I play positioning. And, uh, And he kept on trying to rip these sharp angle shots to knock it off me and into the net. And I finally said to him, I said, you're not going to score there because I hold my position until you're below the circle. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, most goalies don't. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not most goalies. (laughs) Like, read read it. And so, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Like, guys, their decision making, the decision making that we're teaching in this country for the most part is a little bit skewed. Mm-hmm. and you want to know why it's the same reason why uh mike babcock type coaches are going by the wayside because it coaches get their hooks into everything and right. they don't want right. to trust their players natural god-given talented decision-making skills mm-hmm. so they say go into your rvh that's what you do you go into your rvh and it's like well How about you read the play and say, well, there's a pass option here, there's a shot option there, there's this, there's that, there's the next thing, and then teach the guy RVH, VH, and foot position, Right, Uh, standing, standing post position, right? Why don't you teach the person all three of those and how and when to read times to use that and then rely on your goalie's instincts. But because we, as goalie coaches, are so keen on making our mark on things, just like when you watch... Uh, a, a guy like Tortorella take over the Vancouver Canucks and say, everybody's blocking shots on my team. I don't care if you're Dean, yeah, 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 You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goalie coaches are doing the same thing right now right. and they're so concerned about putting their fingerprints on a goaltender that uh, they're teaching them that this is how you play all the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as opposed to helping develop the instincts. And to that point, Russian goalie coaches there do not teach that exactly
1: exactly that's right that's right so and that's why you get
0: vasilevsky making behind the back glove saves because (laughs) nobody turned around and said you should have been an rvh there
1: yeah right right
0: get that exactly yeah okay (laughs) so there is not a goaltending crisis i would agree i agree but maybe in canada there is maybe in canada this person's in the states and you know what the states is putting out some pretty good goalies right now yep so yep not in your country either (laughs) good for you (laughs) all right should we get out of here i
1: just want to say one last thing uh kid by the name of owen brady who's uh a really good kid he's a 20 year old um was a top prospect for the ohl draft in 2018 for 2019 ohl draft would have been a first round pick uh had a cancerous tumor found near his knee Hmm. that year um underwent extensive invasive 18 hour surgery to remove it Oof. uh chemotherapy the whole deal then covid comes uh well last week he was he was he was officially deemed cancer free wow and i've chronicled his journey right through the time when i was at the hockey news to my sub stack to other stuff and uh he's a wonderful kid he's uh 20 years old. He's going to be going back next year to play his last year of junior hockey for the Carlton place Canadians in the Ottawa junior league. Yeah. And, uh, and I just wish him nothing but the best. And, um, you know, he's still kind of hoping for maybe a D one scholarship, but it probably doesn't, that's probably not going to be in the cards. He may end up playing U sports, hopefully and, and getting an education and becoming a good upstanding citizen. But you know, this was a kid that five years ago was going through chemo and was in a wheelchair and had to learn to walk again, and now he's playing at a high level of hockey and he's cancer-free, and uh, I am just I just can't be more thrilled for him and his family.
0: That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's a wonderful story. Thank you for sharing that, Ken. No problem. Yeah. All right. Well, check out uh, kencampbell.substack.com for this podcast directly into your inbox and, of course, all of Ken's excellent writing, including what we were just talking about. And don't forget, Apple Podcasts, leave a review, subscribe, all that great stuff. Twitter, at Hockey no Filter at Ken underscore Campbell27, of course, at underscore Dylan And we will talk to you very soon.